Hello and welcome to That Pregnancy Podcast. For this week's episode, we decided to do something a little bit different. Katie and I were talking with some friends this week about COVID-19 and decided that sometimes it's important that when you feel scared and uncertain, that you hear that others are feeling the same way too. So we are going to share our COVID-19 worries and fears from the perspective of a wife and mother with you. Because remember that we may be in different boats, but we are all navigating the same storm. Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of the Best Life Moms Club and hosts of That Pregnancy Podcast. We are two moms with a bunch of kids under the age of three. Five to be exact. And we know firsthand how hard it is to be a mom. So we're talking about all the topics that no one ever talked to us about. And not only is it hard being a mom, but it can be lonely and isolating, which is another reason why we're here to help moms like you know that you're not alone. Now, it's important to know that we are not doctors or medical professionals in any way. So always talk to your doctor or healthcare provider with any questions or concerns about your health or the health of your baby. We are moms sharing our lived experience and talking about all things pregnancy and life as a mom. So let's have a chat. So my parents have decided to move up to the cottage because they feel like they need to just check on the house and my uh, brother is staying with them and in their own safety piece, they're thinking about rather than having my brother working and interacting with the public that it might just be better for them to live permanently up at the cottage because then they can be self-isolated, which I well, because, because things open up on Monday or Tuesday here on the 19th. Yeah. In they Ontario. Do. I think it's so he's back to work. So he's back to work. And so they're thinking like, if we've put in all this time of social distancing and being very careful with not interacting with anybody and not going out besides the necessities of, you know, doing groceries. And then he's going in and out working with the public coming home, then it might be better to self isolate themselves up at the cottage and be up there, which I don't disagree with. Like they went up and they took all their own food. So they're not, you know, they're not going out into the public or anything. So they have their own, food stores and everything. So I think they're just trying to think of how they can keep the social distancing now that things start opening up. It makes sense. Yeah. Right. Well, and because they're in the age demographic where they're considered potentially at a more elevated risk because they're over 60. So they have to think about it that way. It's hard. Like in with Mother's Day this weekend. It is brutally hard right now. And then like going back to like, so they're opening up phase one. So then what's going to happen? I know. Right? Like, is everyone going to go out and go nutty and just go shopping and stuff and not think things through and be as careful as people have been, you know, over the last, what, two months? Or, yeah. you know, are they going to stay home? I, I don't know. Right? I try not to be like a stressed, stressed out person. And I often think that I manage my stress really well but then my chiropractor if you asked him he'd be like no you don't handle your stress well at all I can tell where (laughs) where you're hiding it all the time yeah like I I am 
genuinely concerned about how people are going to react to opening up phases because I feel like there are people and maybe it's just because on social media, you read all these comments of people saying like, this should never have happened or the everything about this is just like a way for the government to control you. Those old like, Oh, the hoaxes. Yeah. Yeah. The conspiracy. Big hoax. (laughs) But like, I'm just afraid that people are just going to go crazy and go shopping be like, yes, I can finally go shopping. Like I wanted to on my regular Saturday afternoon. And I'm like, I did not stay in the house for over 60 days at this point with the kids and I doing like fully agreeing to what we're doing and supporting that. And this is my way of, you know, helping distance and flattening the curve. But like, I didn't do all this for you to go out and then have things open up and you just go back to life and then, you know, everybody else gets sick. And that, and that's a legitimate fear, right? Especially since, you know, we, we've discussed before, the kids are going to ju- uh, junior kindergarten in September. No, I know. That's, oh, that's a whole nother fra- like fear. Yeah, I'm already freaked out about it. Right? Inside, I'm going, oh my gosh, like, this pandemic has come along. We've been inside since the middle of March. And then you expect me to send my precious babes to junior kindergarten in September like I've already said to Keith I don't know if I can do it so well I thought about that too and I think I maybe have an interesting perspective on it being a teacher that I'm like I know how a school runs and like our custodians work so hard at cleaning I there's no question about that yes yeah but it's the physical setup of schools that is not conducive to social distancing like not the at whole, all. The whole thing about in Ontario, our curriculum, let me get a little teachery on you, but like the Ontario curriculum for kindergarten is play-based learning. Mm-hmm. So you're not seated. You know, you're interacting, you're touching everything, you're sharing everything. That is entirely what you do in kindergarten. And I, as a kindergarten teacher, because that's what I did this year, I'm like, how are you going to have four-year-olds sometimes three and a half year olds and like how are you going to keep them safe in a situation where there could potentially be over like close to 30 students 30 three and a half year old four-year-olds to six-year-olds in a class yeah it's just not possible no and then what are you supposed to do like have someone stand over top of them and disinfect everything the moment they're done playing with something like that's not practical like that can't be done like I know I just and then like in the older grades too because that's what I'm teaching now is like you know the reality of it is our classes are big and mm-hmm. our classes our classrooms our physical rooms are not made to hold that like to provide that much space for our large classes so school in September is like another big fear of mine and I agree like I'm thinking too like do I really want to send Freya to JK because it's optional yes it is optional that's why I said to Keith like I'm not sure if I can send the boys yeah I don't it stresses me out already just thinking about it oh me too I am I'm right there and but I'm trying not to stress out about it but like I feel like I am just constantly waiting for the next shoe to drop the other shoe to drop yeah in this like and 
maybe it's the historian in me because I love history. That's what I went to school for. And like, I, but like, we all know the last global pandemic that we had was 1918 with the Spanish flu. And the second wave was way worse than Mm -hmm. the first wave. It killed more people in the second wave. And I don't know, there's just so many, there's so much contingent, like that's contingent on other people doing their part. And it scares me that other people aren't taking it seriously because we see all those people who are not taking it seriously and who are fighting back. And, and I don't even watch the news. posts on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. I stopped watching the news because it's, it was stressing me out too much. Yeah. I don't watch the news either. No, it's too negative. Although I will, I, I, I do watch the occasional John Krasinski, some good news because <laughs> that's come out of this on social, like on Facebook and stuff. Well, yeah. Cause it's a happy new, happy, happy stories. Yeah. Yeah. So, we watch it like, too. That's what we need. And, but, and I will, I will listen to what Justin Trudeau has to say or Rob Ford. Um, just so that I'm in the know of what's happening in our country. But yeah, I just, you know, the uh, whole being locked up, like on the property for the most part, except for like the one walk a day we might go on is stressful enough. But then knowing that people aren't doing their bit to try to flatten everything and get rid of it, makes it even more stressful because you're like, how long is this going to last for? Is there going to be a second wave? Is it going to be worse? You know, do I send my kids to school? You know, what about my parents? Like my mom still works. She's a therapist and she was on an earlier podcast. So right now she's doing online stuff, but at some point they're going to want her to open the office back up. She's going to have all these people. Okay, so because I don't really pay attention, like I don't watch the news. I'm not. You're doing watching, like paying attention way more than I am. I yeah. I get my information when Peter comes home and he's he gives me the update on what <laughs> he heard or what you know yeah. what with this like because his company has been really handling this really well and they have a committee that has been giving updates and how it kind of frames with the, their business and their company, but then also in kind of the bigger the bigger uh, picture. And I, when he was going through like the list, he told me that things were opening, announced to be opened up today. He was reading off the list and uh, I think he got it from CBC maybe. And, but one of them was like mental health, clinical supports and counseling was Mm -hmm. open. It was being allowed to be opened up. And my first thought was your mom. Yeah. She could be seeing people in person again. Yeah. In the office next, next week. Well, and she's not going to, cause she, she's over 60. Yeah. So she's in kind of a, you know, that age bracket where at she the elevated shouldn't risk. be. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of said to her, I'm like, I would just hold off as long as you can. But my mom said at some point, people are going to want to see you face to face again. Yeah. So she's trying to figure out how she's going to do it. Like, obviously, there'll be face masks. And, and actually, my cousin's husband, his company's making the, um, the visors, the, oh, yeah. the plastic shields yeah so the the protective shields yeah so he is gonna she's gonna get some of those from him Mm -hmm. but you can only do so much you know we're all kind of nervous about what's going to happen next especially when 
when you're in that age bracket and she doesn't want to get it, but she also doesn't want to give it to anybody. Oh. Right. Well, so. and then there's the other thing too. Like, so I have like, I have all these internal fears and like going through about, I'm ha- essentially have trust issues with the p- general public right now, but as a mom, I'm trying so hard to compartmentalize it so that I don't, I'm not showing my kids mm-hmm. how stressed out I am. I'm not like letting them know. I'm trying not to cry. Like I, I, you know, Mother's Day was this weekend. I don't, I know a lot of people have said like that there's a big mental health piece about people being aware and, you know, if you need help, speak up. But like moms carry an enormous burden as it is in life, like a a, a stress and burden. Mm-hmm. And as, as a mom or even parents, but it does generally tip a fall a little bit heavier on the mom. but this invisible burden of, you know, trying to take care of everyone and everything. So on top of that, like, you know, you're missing out on the supports that you have, you know, your mom friends supports Mm -hmm. where you can get together and, you know, just sit and laugh and yeah, you can do it on zoom, but it's not always the same. And it's not the same. No, it's not. It, you know, it's a good, it's a substitute. And we're so lucky that we have the technology that we have, but like, it's not the same. Yeah. And you know, this weekend was Mother's Day and it was a very different Mother's Day for everyone in society because of everything that's going on. So Monday night, I got a text from a friend saying, "Do you want to do you want to have a talk?" And I was like, "Yeah." And it's like, "Okay, well, I'm coming over." And I was like, "I like coming to the computer or coming to my house?" And said, "On the way." And I was like, "Okay." And then my friend showed up outside the door. And so this was the first time that I've, besides when you drop something off that I actually saw someone face to face. So I sat on our porch. I sat on my little couch on the porch and she sat down the stairs and down the down the walkway a bit. And we talked and like at one point at the beginning of our conversation, we sat there and we just both cried. And that was one of the few times that I've allowed myself to cry and like acknowledge the the sadness that I have and how much I miss people because this friend that came over, like we see each other on a weekly basis. Like our families Mm -hmm. are very, very close. And, and, you know, like I talk to my mom on zoom every day. My parents, when the kids are having lunch, we usually call them and we zoom. So we see them and we're talking, but like, I can't, get excited about it anymore because I feel like or I pretend to be excited about it but like I'm just so sad and I miss my parents so much like it's just it's hard but I can't let my kids see my sadness and like as a mom you can't you know it's mom you don't want the kids to worry no like we're trying to keep everything normal and happy and as normal as it can be during a pandemic but then you know sometimes it's just it's hard. So the boys, we've told them that there's a virus. And um, we told them that because they would see my parents every day. Well, suddenly my parents stopped coming over mm-hmm. and they didn't understand why. So we kind of, we sat them down and explained them what was happening and why we couldn't go out and why we can't just touch things when we're outside. 
And um, so they know kind of what's happening, but kind of not, not really, because they'll be like, we can't do that because of the virus. <laughs> so like, they oh, don't know so the cute. seriousness of it. Yeah. But, like they know that something's happening. But we've completely downplayed it too, right? Because you're right, you don't want to show your emotions, you don't want to get, get um, upset and stuff. But like the last couple of days, the kids have been kind of going a little bit nutty. <laughs> and I, I don't know if it's because like, well, we, we've been outside recently, but yeah. you know, they just, they haven't seen their friends, they haven't done anything besides stay home. And you know, I feel like I'm losing my patience. I haven't been as patient with them as I normally am. Yeah. And then I feel like I'm a bad mom. <laughs> and then like today I wanted just to cry <laughs> because it was just so stressful and there's all this stuff going on and Keith's actually not home at the moment. He's well, in Edmonton working. I was going to say like your, your stress is added on top of it because Keith is away right now. Like, yeah. you know, it's great that he's able to get some work because like, because of the pandemic, he had lost like everything yeah. shut down. Right. So like yeah. that is another stress and added stress on your family yeah so it's, but like you know he comes home and you guys are gonna have to be in this whole new like self-isolation bubble again yeah so he comes home on Sunday and yeah we will have to self-isolate again for two weeks and not that we've been going out and whatnot but we've even been clicking collecting our groceries so we will just have to stay put but yeah, it's like it's stressful. Like even him going on an airplane <laughs> is stressful. Like he has to wear a mask and stuff, but we are like, okay, so people will have been handling your baggage. How are we going to get the baggage? So we pack gloves with him so he can take the bags with the gloves and then unzip his luggage, which has Lysol wipes in it. So then he can get in his luggage without the gloves and wow. wipe everything down. Yeah. Wow. Like that is really hardcore planning. Well, but you have to, right? Wow. So, because we want to make sure that we don't get it. Like we are just trying, we are doing everything we can, even if it doesn't work, who knows, maybe wiping everything down won't actually do anything, but like in our heads, it makes us feel better. So um, we are actually talking about wiping everything down. So we've been wiping down all our grocery boxes. So yep. if it comes in a box, whatever, we're wiping it down or it gets quarantined. Right. And so <laughs> we're uh, doing that too. Or we're taking, yeah. we're taking things like if they're in a box, we're taking it out of the box, out of the box. in a package yeah. in the box yeah. goes in the garbage. And if it's not, then it's, if we don't need it right away, it goes in quarantine for five yeah, days. Yeah. 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 If we've been doing the same thing, like the milk bags, we just open usually when Keith's home, he will, oh, he'll have the dirty hands. So he'll open it up and then I will reach in and put everything Oh my God. We do the yeah. exact same thing. Yeah. Peter, Peter will come in and he'll <laughs> unload the groceries and like another, like Frey and Finn love helping unpack the groceries. Like they love those simple, like being helpers yeah. and yeah. now like they do know that they can't help right now. And like Frey will be like, no Finn, you can't help like no touching because yeah. Peter will bring it in. Um, because he's the only one who's gone out and done groceries. And, yeah. and so like, he'll take everything out and then I'll have the Lysol wipe ready for him to grab and then like, and then we'll wipe it and then mm. transfer it to a clean pile. And yeah. then, 
wipe we down our, the floor. We have our different bins so that we can put stuff in bins and then put it in quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know. But um, it's funny. So Porter was playing today, like with the kitchen and stuff. And then he was like, he's like putting stuff away. He's like, I'm wiping everything down. So the virus isn't on it. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like This is their reality. Like, right? This, this is, is our new reality. Yeah. I, well, I, we have not told Freya that there is a virus or that people are getting sick. She only yeah. knows that all the parks are broken and that's why we can't go. <laughs> She's like, are the parks still broken? I'm like, yeah, babe, sorry, they're still broken. And she's yeah. like, why aren't they fi fixing it? I'm like, they're really busy right now. Like, <laughs> sorry, babe. Yeah, we're not. Just breaks your little heart, right? Yeah, she's accepted that the parks are broken. But yeah, I haven't, we haven't told her that there's a virus or that people are sick. And well, and like at three, like everyone has to do what they feels best for their kid. Um, but like, yeah, for us, like they just kept asking where their grandparents were. So yeah. we felt we just had to tell them what was happening, explain it to them as best as we could. They still yeah. don't really get it, but you know, I know but, I don't even like we haven't Freya, Freya makes lots of plans. I think she's like waiting for the summer. Cause she says like when it gets warm out, cause it was so oh, cold, right? She's like, when it yeah. was warm out, we're going to go have a sleepover at Nana and Papa's. And when it goes warm out we're gonna have a picnic in the backyard with her favorite cousin and like all these things you can do a picnic in the backyard but maybe not with her cousin <laughs> yeah right or or uh you know we're gonna have dinner i'm gonna we're gonna invite you know lucas and caitlin over and uncle kevin over for dinner and they're gonna come over for dinner and sit in their chairs and it's just she has Aww. all these big plans and in my head i'm like oh i hope that they or going to the cottage like she just wants to go to the cottage and go to her favorite park and go to her favorite beach yeah yeah maybe babe sorry well and like it's hard because you can't really give them anything to look forward to you know yeah. what I mean because like with the boys like on our calendar I'd always draw kind of fun things that we were going to do during the month and like I, I've got nothing on the calendar I know. And then that comes on us as moms too, of like trying to entertain and keep them excited and happy. And then, like you said, we're with them 24 seven and that we're not getting that break. Thank you for listening to this episode of that pregnancy podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for an upcoming show, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Best Life Moms Club. Until next time.